0: Welcome to Quantum Magazine's podcast. Each episode, we bring you stories about developments in science and mathematics. I'm Susan Vallett. What happens when you team up engineers and biologists? You learn more about how the biomechanics of birds evolved to master flight. That's next. Quanta Magazine is an editorially independent online publication supported by the Simons Foundation to enhance public understanding of science. In a rectangular room draped in camouflage netting, Four Harris's hawks took turns flying back and forth between grass-covered perches while scientists recorded their every biomechanical flutter. But the researchers weren't so much interested in watching birds fly. In this experiment, their real interest was in watching them land. In more than 1,500 flights between the perches, the four hawks nearly always took the same path. They chose not the fastest or the most energy-efficient, but the one that allowed them to perch most safely and with the most control. Graham Taylor, a professor of mathematical biology at the University of Oxford, and his colleagues described it recently in Nature. The hawks flew in a U-shaped arc, rapidly flapping their wings to accelerate into a dive, then sharply swooping upward in a glide, stretching out their wings to slow their progress before grabbing onto the perch. The ability of hawks to land by nearly stopping in midair is unmatched by their mechanical counterparts. Sameek Baracharya is an assistant professor in the Experimental Fluid Mechanics Lab at the University of Central Florida. He says we have yet to understand bird flight in its entirety.
1: Creating the motions is difficult. Like You can make a robot or unmanned aerial vehicle, but copying or creating exactly the feather structure, how they do it, It's more complicated. So basically evolution has created a far more complicated flying device than we have ever been able to engineer because Mm. it is not only how the feathers are distributed, how the mass over the feather is distributed,
0: The reasons why today's aircraft can't match avian maneuverability aren't simply a matter of engineering. Sure, birds have been meticulously observed throughout history and have inspired designs for flying machines by Leonardo da Vinci and others through the centuries. But the biomechanics that make birds' maneuverability possible have largely been a mystery. A landmark study published last March in Nature has started to change that. For her doctoral research at the University of Michigan, Christina Harvey and her colleagues found that most birds can morph their wings mid-flight to flip back and forth between flying smoothly, like a passenger plane, and flying acrobatically, like a fighter jet. Their work makes it clear that birds can completely alter both the aerodynamic characteristics that govern how air moves over their wings and the inertial characteristics of their bodies that determine how they tumble through the air to complete fast maneuvers. These discoveries identified big, previously unknown factors contributing to birds' aerobatic prowess and revealed some of the evolutionary pressures that made birds so proficient at flying. They're also helping to redraft the blueprints that future engineers might follow when attempting to design aircraft as maneuverable and adaptable as birds manage to be. Harvey actually studied mechanical engineering as an undergraduate. Early in her career, before making a transition from engineering to biology, she never thought she'd be the one trying to discern the bird's secrets. She says she didn't even used to like birds.
2: I now like to like, go bird watching, and I really appreciate like. I like the science behind it. So it feels kind of like quantifying something that to me looks like magic.
0: The idea came to her one day in 2016. She sat on a rocky ledge in a park near the University of British Columbia, resting after a short hike and thinking about what project to pursue as a newly appointed master's student in a biology lab.
2: So I just like went and sat outside in BC and then BC there's lots of gulls and they fly really cool if you like... Ignore how annoying they are. So many people are like, so do you really like these birds? I don't know. But if you just look at them, they're very like peaceful gliders. And I think that that was kind of cool.
0: The goal quickly became what Harvey calls her spark bird. And she soon gave up avoiding them in favor of trying to understand more about their power of flight. But as Harvey dug deeper into the literature, she realized there were major gaps in her knowledge of how birds fly. She was inspired by a 2001 study that Graham Taylor had co-authored while he was pursuing his doctorate at Oxford. Taylor's paper was the first to lay out a theoretical groundwork for how birds and other flying animals achieve stability. That's the trait that keeps them from being pushed in the wrong direction. Taylor found that stability comes from a combination of inherent stability, or innate resistance to perturbations, and control an active ability to alter responses to perturbations. Inherent stability is what a good paper airplane has. Control is a fifth-generation fighter plane's forte. The 2001 research showed that inherent stability played a bigger part in the flight of birds than was generally believed. Soon after reading Taylor's paper, Harvey focused her doctoral work on developing the first dynamic equations of stability in bird flight.
2: My goal for my PhD was to develop some of our first equations of bird flight because we have all these equations for aircraft and I wanted them for bird flight. But to be able to do that, we needed to know some of the inertial characteristics of just like how when you move that wing around, how does that change your moment of inertia of these birds? And that was something that wasn't very well understood.
0: Inertial properties were something that previous studies largely ignored or treated as unimportant. The inertial properties relate to a bird's mass and how it's distributed, in contrast to the aerodynamic properties that act on a bird in motion. Harvey and her team gathered up 36 frozen bird cadavers, representing 22 very different species, from the Beattie Biodiversity Museum at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. They dissected the cadavers down to each individual feather, took length, weight, and wingspan measurements, and manually extended and contracted the wings to figure out the range of motion of the bird's elbows and wrists. They wrote a novel modeling program that represented different types of wings, bones, muscles, skin, and feathers as combinations of hundreds of geometric shapes. The software allowed them to calculate relevant characteristics, such as the center of gravity and the neutral point that is the aerodynamic center of the bird in flight. They then determined those properties for each bird with its wings configured in a variety of shapes. To quantify each bird's stability and maneuverability, they calculated an aerodynamic factor called the static margin. That's the distance between its center of gravity and its neutral point relative to the dimensions of the wing. If the bird's neutral point was behind its center of gravity, they considered the bird to be inherently stable, meaning that the flying bird would naturally return to its original flight path if pushed off balance. If the neutral point was in front of the center of gravity, then the bird was unstable and would be pushed further from the position it was in. That's exactly what must happen for a bird to be able to do a breathtaking maneuver.
2: What we showed in this work was the capacity to do it. We took cadavers and looked at their entire range of motion, but we weren't able to identify when or which specific birds actually do that. That's a whole other study in and of itself. So this basically just gives evidence that birds can do this.
0: When aeronautical engineers design planes, they set the static margins to achieve the desired performance. But unlike airplanes, birds can move their wings and shift their body postures, altering their static margins. Harvey and her team also evaluated how each bird's inherent stability changed in different wing configurations. Amy Wiesa is an assistant professor of mechanical and aerospace engineering at Princeton University. She wrote a commentary about the study, which she calls an article here for Nature.
2: The article is attempting to create a framework to study bird flights that's actually very similar to what we do for
0: aircraft,
2: like normal aircraft
0: design, but has not been adopted for looking at bird flight. When feathery theropod dinosaurs launched themselves into the air roughly 160 million years ago, they were limited flyers, fluttering only over short distances or in tiny bursts. But with only a few exceptions, the more than 10,000 species of birds descended from those dinosaurs have evolved into extraordinary flight machines capable of graceful gliding and acrobatic maneuvers. That kind of maneuverability requires taking controlled advantage of instability and then pulling out of it. Because modern birds are so maneuverable, biologists assumed that they had evolved to be more and more unstable. Here's Christina Harvey again.
2: It's believed that birds are unstable. And to give a bit of a background to what that word means, is if a bird is flying and it's hit with some gusts or it chooses to move, it will just... Tend to move farther away from its initial position. So it being unstable is just you kind of lean into any kind of perturbation. Whereas most aircraft, especially things like passenger jets that need to be safe, if they're perturbed from their position, will always come back to it.
0: But Harvey says because birds are so maneuverable, it's believed that birds
2: like things like fighter jets, just kind of lean into these instabilities, perform these really fast maneuvers, and that's why birds fly in this way that we can't quite replicate. However, that had never actually been tested or quantified because birds are so complex and their morphologies are so challenging to define very specifically. So what we set out to do is really define this idea of stability and to see if we can look at it both across different species and then to use that information to see if there was some evidence of selective pressures in their evolutionary history.
0: But the researchers found that only one of the species they looked at The pheasant was completely unstable. Four species were completely stable, and 17 species, including swifts and pigeons, could switch between stable and unstable flight by morphing their wings.
2: Fighter jets are designed to be unstable, and they are entirely controlled by autopilots because a human pilot can't react in time whereas the fully stabilized is something like the passenger aircraft. Really what we're seeing is these birds being able to shift between that kind of more fighter jet-like style and a more passenger jet-like style.
0: Further mechanical modeling by her team suggested that rather than enhancing birds' instability, evolution has been preserving their potential for both stability and instability. In all the studied birds, Harvey's team found evidence that selection pressures were simultaneously maintaining static margins that enabled both. As a result, birds have the ability to shift from a stable mode to an unstable one and back, changing their flight properties as needed. Modern aircraft can't do that. Their aerodynamic and inertial features are more fixed, and they would need two very different control algorithms, Reed Bowman is a behavioral ecologist and director of the Avian Ecology Program at Archbold Biological Station in Florida.
2: This whole idea of unstable flight really intrigued me because I'm primarily a behaviorist. I study animals' behaviors. But if the whole idea of unstable flight is that you constantly have to be making corrections to avoid crashing, then there must be some level of cognition involved in
0: that. Matthew Carano is the curator of Dinosauria in the Smithsonian Institution's Department of Paleobiology.
1: People have been trying to understand the origin of birds as long as people have been studying evolution. And a major obstacle has been the complexity of flight and our inability to deconstruct it and appreciate how it might have been assembled in the first place. So we have much better fossils now that give us a real interesting window into that. But we also need this kind of approach on modern flight to really start to understand what the origins functionally might have been.
0: What surprises Carano the most isn't that birds have these abilities to shift between stable and unstable modes of flight. It's that some species, like the pheasant, seemingly don't. He wonders if those species never evolved it, or if they lost the ability at some point, just as modern flightless birds descended from those that could once fly.
1: We really, for a long time, just sort of said, well, you know, birds fly, and at some point their ancestors didn't, and they went from A to B. But flying isn't really that simple, and understanding the variations in it and all these kind of sophistications is an important part of understanding its origins. And so seeing a study like this is very exciting because it gives us another set of tools to think about that problem.
0: Many of the somersaulting, spinning, and plummeting maneuvers that birds have mastered aren't ones that anyone would want to experience in a passenger aircraft. But uncrewed aerial vehicles, known as UAVs or drones, are freer to make drastic maneuvers. And their increasing popularity for military, scientific, recreational, and other uses is creating more opportunities for them to do so. Here's fluid mechanics researcher Samik Bhattacharya again.
1: This is a great step towards generating more maneuverable UAVs and MAVs with morphing wing capabilities.
0: MAV, meaning micro-air vehicle, or a mini version of a UAV. In fact, Bhattacharya immediately sent Harvey's study to his engineering team as soon as he saw it. Most UAVs today are fixed-wing aircraft, which are great for surveillance missions and agricultural purposes because they can fly efficiently for hours and traverse thousands of kilometers. But they lack the maneuverability of the fragile quadcopter's drones popular among hobbyists. So researchers at Airbus and NASA are dreaming up novel designs for winged aircraft that could mimic some of the incredible maneuvering talents of birds. Taylor and his team are hoping to analyze how birds acquire the ability to perform complex tasks while learning to fly. If researchers can really understand these maneuvers, engineers might someday include AI in the design of new flyers. This would enable them to mimic biology, not only in appearance, but in their ability to learn flight behaviors. Harvey is setting up her new lab at the University of California, Davis. She's still deciding where her future research will lie on the spectrum, from basic research into bird flight to designing and manufacturing drones and planes. But first, she's working to build a team of engineering and biology students who are just as passionate about working at the boundary of two very different fields as she is. Harvey says she didn't feel like she was really blossoming within engineering then she started working at the edge of biology
2: it really felt like I could like be creative and now I love making figures I spent half my time drawing it like really changed my perspective I really like making the figures and like choosing colors and having that creative side of it and I think that just pairing those two disciplines together really helped me.
0: Matt Carlstrom helped with this episode. I'm Susan Vallett. For more on this story, read Yasmin Saplakoglou's full article, Geometric Analysis Reveals How Birds Mastered Flight, on our website, quantamagazine.org. Explore math mysteries in the Quanta book, The Prime Number Conspiracy, published by the MIT Press, Available now at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, or your local bookstore. Also make sure to tell your friends about the Quanta Magazine Science Podcast and give us a positive review or follow where you listen. It helps people find this podcast.